Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Love Talk Radio. Welcome to Brian and Sherry 5.0. Online 24-7 at BrianSherryShow.com. This is Brian and Sherry 5.0. Here are your hosts, Brian Shepard and Sherry Johnson. Thanks, Josh. Hello, everyone, and welcome to another fantastic show. It's Thursday, May 30th. Uh, I forgot what I was going to say. And, of course, I'm also joined by my co-host, Sherry Johnson. Hi, everyone, and welcome to our very exciting show tonight. We have a great guest on. I can't wait to bring him on. And I just want to say happy, today's a holiday. You know, every day is a holiday, right? And But today is National Creativity Day, and we, our guest is full of creativity. And that's definitely something to celebrate and have on our show today, Brian. Absolutely. <laughs> so I'm, all about, I'm all about creativity. So. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. What would we do without creative people? Seriously, we—I don't know. It'd be a boring place. <laughs> the world would be boring. Yeah. Nothing. We'd be. We. Yeah. Yeah. But well, Brian. So, how is your week going? Good for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Good for the most part. But other than that, yes. Okay. So I have a graduation coming up on Saturday that I have to go to. So I'm looking forward to that. So I have to work tomorrow and then I have Saturday off. I have to work Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Which we'll talk about next Thursday later on in the show. And then I'm off for three days and I will be off somewhere away. <laughs> I'm running away to Maine for three days. So, yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. So, yeah, it'll be fun, I think. Uh, hello to everyone on Facebook Live. They're all catching up with us. Okay. Uh, my sister, Dacia, hello. Jerry, uh, we have my grandmother is watching. Daniel Payton, another author. Michael Scribbins, hello. Hello, everyone. So slowly our listeners and watcher, people, viewers, whatever you want to call them, fans, are slowly <laughs> coming on. So, yeah. So, I, I, I want to quickly say real quick, yeah. you know, I, you know, I, my thoughts have been with all the people who are experiencing this horrible weather this week in those southern states, and, you know, my thoughts and prayers are with you all, and I just pray that everyone makes it through all these storms and tornadoes a lot of tornadoes going through and you know pretty some pretty amazing stories out there um but you know our prayers are with them and you know i hope it passes and 
we can recuperate after this. Where I think we're getting some of this now because it's like pouring outside. <laughs> so, but also congratulations to everyone who has, like Brian said, graduated. You know, this is that time of the year where there's graduations all over the place, and a lot also with our military and the new cadets that have come out. Um, I saw something on Facebook today about that, and I just want to say congratulations to everyone and be safe. What? I have no idea. Maybe it's because I'm just tired. I have no idea. <laughs> um, absolutely, I agree with what you say. So, um, yeah. Uh, Daniel says, my family back in Oklahoma are facing a lot of flooding as well as tornadoes. So, yeah, yeah, yeah it's not good. So, I'm just glad that we don't necessarily deal with a whole lot of that stuff. We've had tornadoes here, but um, nothing serious or anything like that. So. Uh, yeah. And Jerry says hello. Hi, Jerry. So we have an interesting show tonight. Would you like me to go into that? Absolutely. Oh, okay. We'll do a lot sooner than normal, but this is great. <laughs> At this time, um, we have an author coming on. His name is Jason Drake, and he is the author of You Stay Classy Wedding People. Let's bring him on the line at this time. We'd like to have him join us. Jason, are you with us? I am here. Thank you hey, for having welcome me. Welcome to our show tonight. Oh, you're welcome. So, Jason, you got you got to tell us all about this book because it you had sent it to me, and it's a it's a pretty amazing book. Really funny. You got to tell me all about this. What got you into writing well, thank the book? You. Thank you. Uh, for those that don't know, I, am, I uh, have a side job as a wedding videographer. I've been doing it since 2005. And uh, every uh, every wedding, the vendors and I would get together for dinner and we'd swap our crazy stories. Every time I'd tell a story, people would laugh. So not, not just being satisfied with that, you know, I would have to add my two cents in and, and do jokes and impressions and make the story funnier. I guess it comes from my upbringing as I'm a half Irish, half sarcastic on my mother's side. And eventually uh, somebody at the table would say that they should write a book. And, I, and so I did. And this is it. It's a collection of all my crazy wedding stories, but it's more than just that. It's This book has many objectives. It's, it tells crazy stories, but it's also a venue for me to do straight comedy. And there are a ton of pop culture movie references because I am a walking encyclopedia of 80s movies. But the biggest part is it's also a what not to do for future brides so that way people can learn. So I've I've read other people's wedding stories and they were just depressing. So I wanted this to be fun. You know, I don't want it to be like a other how-to book that makes you feel like you're in high school again. This is a fun, funny book that has advice and it's, it will make you laugh. It's, it's also really unique because you're you're very – Smart as far as looking into movies, like you use a lot of movie quotes. Like it, it's really interesting because you you have a unique way, I believe, of writing and involving oh, thank you. Um, things that you've seen. Yeah, have you always been able to do that? Well, yeah. Um, when you when you watch Empire Strikes Back 186 times, you're you're bound to pick up a quote or two. 
And as, as wow. people have told me, well, that's, you know, well, that's uh, useless information. You should uh, put other things in your head. But no, I decided to keep this, and it's finally working for me. So I have that going. So you can watch a lot of TV and make something great out of it. <laughs> for all yes. those movie buffs out there. Yeah. Perfect excuse to sit back and just watch every movie you possibly can. <laughs> Write down those books. Yeah. <laughs> and if if you like pop but culture trivia, just about every parag just about every paragraph has a reference of of some sort. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. And you know, that's what makes it fun is um you really put a lot of that into it and also comparison between famous people. And I, I thought that was funny. I thought that was really unique, you know, that you know oh, these people you. well enough to be able to do something like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, thanks. And, yeah. and another cool yeah. thing is I, I retrofit some of the movie scenes. If there's a, a, a wedding story that happens to correlate to a movie scene, I will retrofit it for for the, the story. For As an example, I almost played drums for a wedding band because their drummer was under the weather, and I'm using air quotes for under the weather. And um, I'm a musician, I play guitar and I sing, and I'm an excellent air drummer. But I've never actually played to, on a live show on a real drum kit. So I took the scene from Aliens when they were uh, uh, going down to the planet, and their lieutenant had never actually had any live drops. So I just I basically redid the scene, but made it for me being in a band playing drums. Wow, interesting. Now yes. you have like a ton of different talents, from what I have read. Um, oh, thank you. Do you you're welcome. And you know, it's writing is just another big talent I believe that you have. Now, um, you also edited your book, was that correct, yourself? Yes. Or? Yes, I did it. I had never edited a book before. I taught myself. It took a year. And and I had to because wow. people, regular editors don't really get my humor, and they would, wouldn't get the jokes. And sometimes I'm, I play loose with the language. I will spell things wrong on purpose to make a joke, and they wouldn't get that. So, some, for example, sometimes I type with a Canadian accent. You know, what's that about? And they would go correct it. <laughs> so that's no longer funny if, you know, I'm going, what's that about? And Okay, yeah, what is it about? I don't know. So I, I, I felt the only way for me to really make this work was to do it myself. Otherwise, I'd be on the phone with the editor every 10 minutes going, no, that's intentional, no, that's intentional, and so on. Right. <laughs> but it, it, it's so much fun to read your book. And, you know, I'm, I'm not getting married or anything like that, but I suggest to anyone out there, this isn't a book just because you're getting married, do's and don'ts. This is a book that's just full of memoirs of what he has learned, videography, right? And mm, yeah. um, the scenarios go down. <laughs> it's hilarious. Mm. It's so funny. And I, I really, you know, suggest anyone to get this book and just read it. You know, it, it's, it's hilarious. And, well, you know, you. some and of the things that happen. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just uh, going to say, um, even though the, the it's titled Weddings and it does feature wedding stories, I mean, it's basically just a springboard for me to do, for me to do my material. 
um, I have a reference index in the back because my mom read it. And she's like, that's very nice, dear, but I don't understand any of your jokes. So any reference that I use in the book, I put an index in the back so I can explain who it is. And that gives me a venue then to shoehorn in material that wouldn't really fit into a book about wedding stories. I review a couple Flash TV shows, the Fant Four Stick movie, and so on. I'm just amazed at all the different funny stories that come out of from what people get, you know, when they're getting married. Sometimes you just, you go to a wedding and you think everything's so perfect. And the way you interpret things is really funny. And I just enjoy oh, thank it. You. I just have fun. Oh, thank you. I mean, yeah, it's crazy. You you get dressed up, you get all your relatives to fly in, you spend all this money. It's such a big production, and you think that would bring out the best in people, and it actually does the worst, it, or the opposite. It brings out the worst in people. But it makes for a fun time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how long did it take you to write this book? It took about two years to write, one year to edit, and honestly, if I didn't force myself to stop, I would still be writing it because I, I shoot weddings pretty much every weekend in in the summer. And almost every weekend, there's something I, that comes up that I could always add. So I, I kind of had to just stop and say, this is it. Otherwise, it'd never get done. <laughs> and I know this is a silly question, but I'm going to ask it. You, you have never seen the perfect wedding, have you? <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, you know, oh, don't yeah. get me wrong. Most weddings actually go off without a hitch. I mean, if as an author, you know, if I want to look for material, I don't have to look far to find it. But in terms of train wrecks, most of them actually run pretty well. It's just, you know, the couple that don't that really make for juicy stories. And 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 actually, there's there's a couple weddings that have that are in several different chapters of the book. So they 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 were hit. They were grand slams. <laughs> Brian, did you have anything to say? I guess sometimes I keep asking all the questions and I talk and I leave Brian in the dust. So I'm sorry, Brian. <laughs> I'll let you talk to Jason. Yeah, no, I was I uh, listened to the show that he was on with you uh, when you did Sherry Clip uh, after our show that night there. So um, I was very interested. So I did do a lot of posting mid-show to let people know about them and in the book. Um, I thought it was absolutely hilarious because I've never heard of uh, anyone writing a book about, you know, what they've seen or experienced at a wedding before. So it's uh, something different and unique, totally. Um, so I Thank you. definitely have yeah, I definitely have to get my hands on it. So. Yeah. Well, it's it's something that now, the vendors would always talk about doing. Oh yeah, we should you know they should write a book, but nobody ever did. And I, I saw once in a Yahoo, um, store, a Yahoo thing where they they did crazy wedding stories, and it, and like I said, it was just it was really depressed, sad, and depressing. I'm like, yeah. But yeah, as far as I know, nobody's written a book about crazy wedding stories. I'm sure they have, but I, I haven't seen it. Yeah. No, I I've never seen anything like that. So yeah. This is the first I'm hearing of it. Wish I thought of that, but yeah. Now, is there is there more stories than what you've told so far? Like, is there technically a, another book that you could have oh, do? Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, every like I said, every weekend stuff happens. Where you know, if I 
I want to talk about it, I, I can make it happen. So yeah, I mean, if this book does really well, there's there's already a sequel planned. Oh. Okay. Well, when that one gets done, I'm gonna want it, and I want it signed. <laughs> the, uh, the the only thing that might be different is is this the first book was about 13 years of wedding stories, so it's only been you know a few years since then. So I, I probably wouldn't have enough material to make it all about weddings. So unfortunately, I would just have to do talk more about myself and just do more material and and all the funny things that have happened to me in my life, which uh, people might get a kick out of. Right. Oh, I'm sure. Now, what other things have you done? Can you share with us? Oh, sure. I had a um, cable access TV show in Chicago for 10 years or nine years. We had 88 celebrities appear on our show, which as far as I know had never, ever happened before. And um, so that was kind of neat. We got a lot of mainstream press coverage for a cable access show, which, again, hadn't really happened uh, we were like Wayne's World, except intentionally funny. But one of those things that just didn't quite click. We didn't quite know the right people. So, and it was also a, a hobby, something I did on my spare time. I mean, it's so unfortunately, real life happens, and there's only so much time you can devote to a TV show. <laughs> so, um, we still we still occasionally put up new interviews on our YouTube channel, but uh, we we don't do it weekly like we used to. It definitely is time consuming. <laughs> I used to do a cable access TV show too, and it definitely is time consuming. Um, <clears throat> yeah. So, do you have any future projects coming up? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Well, what I'd like to do is I have a great idea for a Justice League book, so somebody needs to tell DC Comics. And this isn't just wishful thinking. This is a fully fleshed out idea. I have 16 issues. Um, five are completed. Plots for another 11. And three full covers are completed. So this is something that's ready to go right now. I just need somebody to do my legwork for me. Okay. Well, this is a great start, is getting on podcasts and really being able to you know, talk about it and get it out there. Um, so if any of our listeners want any more information, you know, get in touch with Jason Drake. Um, Jason, where can they find you? I am on Facebook and, uh, the, the book itself, You Stay Classy Wedding People is on Amazon. Um, but I have a Facebook page for myself and there's a Facebook page for the book. All the press that I've done is on both of those pages. If anyone would like to see. And um, that's about it. Well, I would, you know, I'll definitely um, help you try to get this book out there even more. Um, we'll talk about it again. Hopefully we can have you back on again with your future project as well. That would be awesome. Yay. And, uh, yeah, yeah, so got to stay in touch with us. And, um, you know, um when you plan on writing or doing your other book, get in touch with us as well. We'd love to talk about it. Um, do you have anything else that you'd like to share with us about your book? 
Uh, well, like I said, if you uh, if you like long walks on the beach, if you like to laugh, then this is for you. And even if you don't and you're bored, this is still for you. So it's it's not just about weddings. It's this is a flat out comedy book. So check it out. Definitely. Yeah, you, like you said, you still do the videographing as well. Um, yeah. Are Are you looking to um, have people contact you at all about that in your area? Oh, absolutely. I I film weddings. Um, my services are available. I I book up quick. But yeah, if somebody wants their wedding filmed correctly, this is the place. Okay. Now, do, you, do you have a name for your business for that? Uh, the name of my business is Jade Productions, J-A-D-E. And like I said, you can get me on Facebook. Awesome. Very good. Well, Jason, I, I really think we went, we went over a lot of your book today. And, you know, thank you so much for coming on. And well, Brian? Oh, no problem. I appreciate you having sure. me. Sure. You already asked about future projects, right? Or did I miss that? Yeah, no. He talked about that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> I am losing it, Jason. Yeah, yeah. No, I have been listening, but for some reason, I, uh, yeah. <laughs> well, I keep looking over at Facebook Live because people are. Um, I see they're coming. Yeah, they're commenting and, and talking and stuff. So, um, yeah. Well, there, there's a lot of, uh, lot of lot more unique things about this too. Is there's original illustrations. I mean, even even the credits page has jokes. So this is my goal was to do a joke a paragraph, and I came pretty close. Yeah, yeah, you you really did. And you know, did you draw the illustrations yourself as well? I did. All the illustrations are original, done by me. While they are in the style of clip art, no actual clip art was used, but it was just something that I I liked. I did, it was a style choice on purpose, and uh, so I think it works. There's a lot of um, illustrations that people recognize. Yes. There is. I didn't realize you um, did all the illustrations yourself. Um, you definitely are like the most talented person I've met. Because <laughs> the, the illustrations mm-hmm. in your book are are really super. They're fantastic. Oh, thank you. You're too kind. And do you do that on the side as well? Um, What's that? Clip art for things. Or do you do you create clip art for any no. sort of app or anything? No, I no, I don't do that. I mean, I I'm an artist, so I just I I thought that would be funny for the style of the book would be something generic like that. I thought it fit the comedy well. Right. Oh yeah, like the Grooting Mantis. I think that's hilarious for the camera. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. I, yeah, um, for the people that are listening, there was. Yeah, for the <coughs> excuse me, and for the people that are listening, there was a photographer who I worked with once, a very nice guy, and I almost hate to include him in this, but I'm gonna. Um, he was very tall, and maybe six six, six four, 
and he liked to dance um, while during general dancing while he's shooting pictures. He'd he'd be grooving to the music and he'd be getting down, and it looked really funny to see somebody of that height, you know, extending all of his limbs. And he kind of he looked like a combination of Groots and a praying mantis, um, a praying Grootus, if you will, or is that a grooting mantis? You know. Not quite sure, but either way, it was it was quite something to see. So, because <laughs> I'm looking at the picture, and I I can imagine someone you know definitely dancing and looking like that. Um, but I'm going to ask you something here. Oh, what is your favorite story? Can you share that with us? One of your experiences. Jeez, you're going to make me choose between one of my children. Hmm, that's a tough one. Um, well, one people like them, seem to like a lot is um, is the, the Tupperware guy. Um, I had a uh, photographer once. Uh, I was seated dinner, seated, excuse me, I was seated for dinner with the photographer at a guest table. And there were several guests there, and they they were serving family style which if you don't know is one plate of one course and there'll be several plates and everyone takes from it. So after everyone was done, the photographer asked, Hey, is everybody done here? And we're like, uh, yeah. And he proceeds to pull out several bags of Tupperware. And we all just kind of look at him with this really shocked look on our face. You know, like if somebody said Kanye West was a musical genius, you know, that kind of look. And uh, he proceeded to dump all five plates into his never-ending possible. And then the server came by, and she's like, can I get you anything? And he's like, yeah, another plate of each. And he did it again. So I had told this story to another photographer who did not know I was writing a book. And his response was, that's classy. So, but before anyone thinks that I sit on my high horse and judge, there there is an author screw-up chapter. I mean, a videographer chapter. So, not only am I a, the president of my book, I'm also a client. Can you share with us a little bit about what happened with you? Oh, <coughs> share some of my crazy stories. Uh, let's see. Well, in uh, Chicago, it's usually uh, pretty cold or crappy weather for 12 months out of the year. Either it's raining or it's freezing or it's 100 degrees out. So when it's not snowing, I like to wear my sandals. And uh, one particular time, I would always keep my dress shoes in the car. And one particular time, I drove out to my wedding and I realized that some moron forgot to put his dress shoes in his car. So I had to work a wedding in a tuxedo and some Adidas sandals. Very classy. <laughs> but they were that's black good. and matched, so I had that going for me. Which is oh, nice. that's good. Did anyone comment? Uh, no, a couple. Well, it was actually a quinceanera, I believe. And some of the kids snickered, but I went to the uh, the father and I kind of explained what happened. So <laughs> sure, they're okay out. with that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but um, 
it's it's the book is a very quick read. Each story is maybe a couple paragraphs or a page. But there is a special Zilla chapter, a Bridezilla, a Groomzilla, and a Famzilla. And those stories tend to run about 10 to 12 pages because they uh, they didn't just do one thing to get in here. They had to do many. Oh. So if you want Definitely. an example, of, there was one groom who showed up to his ceremony in a Chauffeur Rolls Royce, and I may have told this story last time. I don't remember. I have the memory of a dead elephant, so bear with me. So he shows up, and he chauffeured Rolls Royce, and 10 minutes after the ceremony is supposed to start, there's no bride. And all of a sudden, we're on the steps with the priest, and we see a tiny blue Nissan pull up to the church steps, and it's being driven by the bride. So if you, for those of us just joining us, a groom has a chauffeured Rolls Royce, and the bride drove herself. The priest was so taken uh-huh. back by it that he had to mention it in the ceremony. And the sad part is that little event right there, that wasn't even in the top five of the worst things that this groom did that day. Oh, man. Yes. Uh, that's sad. That's a sad story. <laughs> oh, it gets well, a lot geez. worse. Oh, no. Oh, yes, but you'll have to read to find out. See, that's what we like to call a teaser in radio. Yeah. Oh, definitely. (laughs) So, Groomzillas, I I love these names, Bridezillas, (laughs) and Parentzillas, I betcha. Actually, no. There there was a Famzilla, which was a, a whole family. Uh, but I haven't really had one parent go over the top. Most of the parents have been pretty neat or drunk, but none of them have been belligerent or jerks so far. Oh, that's good. That's that's very good. <laughs> um, Dan yeah. Stanley, um, yeah, I don't know if you can if you're on the Facebook Live. Um, but he no. had wrote that um, he, that they didn't encounter as many bride or groom villas, so he had a lot more parent villas that caused headaches. So maybe it's a different parts of the United States. I don't know. <laughs> well, I mean, the, there but, are stories about moms and dads in this book. There just weren't enough to graduate to that next level. You know, I may have had a, a crazy mom do one thing or a crazy dad do one thing. I mean, there is a crazy drunk dad story in here that, and. You know, if I, I probably could have made him a, a, a Zilla, um, but he just—I don't know. Th- these other these other people just took it so over the top that they they got the title. Okay. But yeah, no, I do run into those type of parents, but it's compared to the three Zillas here, nobody else has come close. And and my drunk dad, he only got like two pages, so. If, he would have, if I could have squeezed another eight pages out of him, then I would have given him the title. <laughs> Next time. <laughs> um, Dan says, we had trouble with the mothers who would step all over the bride and groom with micromanaging the details. They were more worried about their child's wedding being perfect and having blue napkins was that perfection. Stop the world. Don't get blue napkins. <laughs> oh. Oh. 
So, yeah, I, I can see where parents would want to um, have their child have the um, perfect wedding, but kind of sit yeah, back, yeah. too, and let them handle <laughs> I actually had one. I actually had one where the bride and groom did not want the video, but the mom did. So that made things really tense and awkward. Oh. I was given a list of rules of things I could and could not do. I pretty much had to stay out of the way because the, the, the grown, bride just didn't want it, but the mother did. And the, the ironic thing was is because I was had to be out of the way, I couldn't take the money shots that I normally take to make it look good. And then, therefore, the bride could go, see, this is a waste of time. It's stupid. So there's there's been a lot of shoots oh. like that where they were tense, very tense, and a possible fight was going to break out at any moment, unfortunately. <laughs> Have you ever seen a fight break out? Yes. Oh. <laughs> I was good. almost in That's one good. of those. And then not to spoil oh, the Groomzilla no. story, but, um, yeah, that was one of the things that almost happened. Well, not only did I almost get a fight with him in person, I almost got into a fight with him on the phone before the wedding. That's how much of a jerk he was. So this is one of the top five things. The guy gets on the phone, and, and when he calls my office to hire a service, the first thing he said to the office was, I, I'm not paying for a meal for the vendor. And it's like, wow, okay. You know, do you, do you go tell your waitress I'm not going to tip you before you have the order? I mean, it's, it's crazy that you would go solicit a service and then put a demand like that. And he hired me for 12 and a half hours. So it's like, you know, I'm not a robot. I need to eat, idiot. So the compromise was that I would get an hour break. So we so on the pre-wedding phone call, he's like, I don't like the idea of paying you not to work. I'm like, well, you can give me dinner. They're 300 bucks a plate. I'm like, well, I don't believe you, but okay. You know, it was the phone call was that tense. I thought we were going to fight on the phone. Wow. He was a really really great guy. I recommend him. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, good thing you only had to deal with him once, right? <laughs> Uh, so far, yes, yes. Nobody from his wedding party has yeah. recognized the story yet, so I'm safe for now. <laughs> oh my goodness! Wow, interesting. Yeah, because that was only number five on the. Go yeah. ahead. They don't know what happens. They don't. They don't happen. People don't know what happens with you and, like, the things you see. You know, that's what's really interesting, that this comes from your point of view. Because you're yeah. really the one who's up at, out there in front of everyone, you know, catching all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure you probably I, – I did read, I, without getting into it, I'm spoiling it, is that you videotape some stuff you're not expecting to videotape. And, um, oh, no. You know, it's – you see everything. You hear everything. Yeah, there's there's Funny. there's a lot of things that that you know when 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 you're filming something, a lot of times I'm looking at everything but what I'm actually filming. You know, I'm checking the the tape counter, how much how much tape do I have left? What's my white balance? Um, 
you know, all these little technical things, making sure that what I'm filming is being is correctly being filmed. And really the last thing I look at is was what's actually happening. You know, I'll frame it and then I'll just check all my numbers. Is everything good? You know, and, and most importantly, is it even recording? Because that, that has happened where I, sometimes you forget to hit record because you're an idiot. But anyway, uh, yeah, so the subject is usually the last thing I look at. And there was, there was, there was, one, there was one instance where we were outside filming uh, doing pictures, and all of a sudden the bridal party starts yelling, like, woo, they're cheering. And so I just I just start shooting. I see a bride running, like, off in the distance. Or not a bride, a bridesmaid. And she runs to a bush, and before I knew what happened, she pulled her dress up and squatted and had to use the bathroom. <laughs> so I was like, whoa. <laughs> so that was the only time oh, I actually dude. stopped and – I, I backed up the tape and recorded over it because, you know, it's one of those things. I'm not even going to try explaining that one to the office. <laughs> that never happened. So always choose somewhere where there's restrooms, people. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so a little advice I like to give to give ladies is try not to take your clothes off on camera. <laughs> Oh, that's funny. Um, one of our listeners says you need to pack you need a pack of crackers in your coat pocket <laughs> in case you don't get a meal. Need to pack what? In the... <laughs> I'm sorry, a I pack didn't hear of crackers that. in your coat pocket. That you oh, need crackers. To pack a pack of crackers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, unfortunately, uh, my my um, I uh, usually do my Burger King lunch of two giant chicken sandwiches and a double cheeseburger. But that only lasts me till about six o'clock. And so I'm, I'm really looking for the hors d'oeuvre lady. And uh, I have a whole chapter on trying to get appetizers because that's, that's another fun thing. The hall sometimes thinks that I work for right. them and don't want to give me any. And I'm like, I've been working since 10 o'clock. It's now seven 30. I'm hungry. Feed me. Yeah. Right. People, if you're, if you're going to have an event and have a videographer there, think about them eating too. <laughs> yeah, it, it's something little. You don't. <laughs> in, do you want me worrying about shooting all the special moments and not missing anything, or do you want me worried about what I'm going to eat and where am I going to go? I mean, it's just right. common sense. You know, I'm with you for usually eight to ten hours. Feed me. Ah, it's true, and you're working. I mean, you're actually doing something. Of course, you're going to be hungry. Well, yeah, and, and technically, I think some laws are being broken. I may have to uh, contact my local alderman, you know, eight straight hours with no break. Mm-hmm. I may have a case. Right. Yeah. Call him Jack McCoy. Oh, <laughs> Now you you also do a lot of impressions of people, right? I can do a couple. I've yes. heard you. <laughs> yeah. Thank you. And, uh, and I haven't any... heard anything since Jason. <laughs> doing doing voices are fun. Um, I I have a two year old now, so one of the things we get to a lot is Sesame Street. 
So I get a, I'm Grover 2.0. I, I showed up. Least you could do is have me some appetizers. <laughs> so for all you Sesame Street fans. Yeah. The, the funny thing though is is I, I think I think Grover is related to Yoda. I think he's like a, a distant cousin or something. That's pretty much the same. I know it's the same guy that did the voice, but it's practically the same voice. I am wondering why are you here? <laughs> That's good. That's very good. Thanks. And, and actually, uh, the book be... has a lot of printed printed impressions that you wouldn't think that you could do. I mean, uh, you want a printed Sean Connery impression? Hello. <laughs> That's good. That's very good. Oh, thanks. Wow. Do you ever notice that that Sean has a fantastic acting technique? Every movie, same accent. It's like the director comes <laughs> to him and goes, "Sean, okay, this next movie is set in Scotland. Everybody in the movie is Scottish except you. Uh, let me practice my accent. Hello, my name is Ramirez. I'm from Madrid." Uh, now a Russian no, submarine commander, Holoshki. I'm sorry. No, I never thought about that. But you're so right. You're so right. But I, I can't take credit for that though. That, that that bit was from a British comedian from the '90s, and I wish I could remember his name because it was awesome. Aww. Have you ever done stand-up before? No, but when I do my book readings, it, it pretty much is stand-up. Uh, a lot of these book readings I go to, people just open their book and they start on page one and they drone on for 20 minutes and, you know, it's really boring. But no, I totally approach this as I'm doing a stand-up. I don't have notes. I'm, well, I rephrase it. I have my notes. I'm not reading from them. And I just go into the jokes. I don't tell the story verbatim, but you get the point. I tell my jokes. People laugh. The only thing that, that's really missing is to continually push my hair back with a cigarette and go, and what is the deal with that? Good. <laughs> Gee. Very good. Very good, Thanks. I'm having fun. I'm having fun just listening. Yeah, I like the. I heard him the last time. I said I believe he did impressions on your show the when I was listening. So, yeah, I was well aware he could do impressions. So very good too. So a lot of people are enjoying them at the moment here. So, yay! Yeah, it's fun. I, I love doing voices, and I could do a lot. Um, just one of those things you gotta you gotta keep up on and do it all the time. Otherwise, you kind of lose it. At least I do. But I love doing voices, and that's and as as I as I continue to do these readings, which is basically stand up. I I I would love to do an actual stand up where you I'm going to do material for the show. And and one thing I love about comedians is how they can just take that and run with it. You know, they can do I'm going to do my Sean Connery, and then I'm going to put him in a situation, and then just do a whole thing, and it's hilarious. 
So that's something I'm, I like to strive for, I like to have a conversation with uh, Bain, Eric Cartman, um, Stewie, and Shaggy, and Scooby-Doo. I think that'd be kind of fun. Ooh. <laughs> yeah. Okay, let's hear Scooby. Actually, I haven't done that one in a while. So I think I pulled. I think I pulled a muscle on that one. Oh no! (laughs) Hey, Scoob. would be Scooby and Anakin Skywalker because Scooby's so animated. <laughs> this is where the fun begins, Master. You know, you have two polar opposites talking. I'd like to see that um, as a buddy cop show, Scooby-Doo and Anakin Skywalker. <laughs> That'd be something. Um, <laughs> Dan Payne says you should do voice work for audiobooks. Various voices from one person lowers the price. And okay. One of our other one of our other listeners, Jerry, he's a stand-up comedian, and he says pretty intense on stage. And then um, Jerry also says Luke Daniels commenting to Dan's uh, voice work for audiobooks. Sure, I'll, I'll do I'll do most things I'll do most things where I get paid. I'm I'm very interested in getting paid. I'm a big fan of money. I celebrate their entire catalog. <laughs> there you go, Dan, for one of your books. Now now you know someone. Jason Drake. Yay. There you go. Yay. <laughs> That's awesome. Very good. So <clears throat> Brian, did you want to say something? My screen froze, so I didn't. You look like you're trying to say something, so. No, absolutely not. No. Oh, okay. Nope. All right. I'm reading. I'm reading the comments. Oh, Dan Payne saying, or perhaps a book you guys have. Hint, hint. Um, Jason, uh, just so you know, Brian and I are doing voiceovers for one of Daniel Payton's books, and. Oh, and he's cool. kind of hinting around um, a book that we have and to have you do one of the voices for it. Um, okay. <laughs> Maybe. There we go, Brian. We're looking for that third person. <laughs> we need a um, a narrator, right? Wasn't that what we were looking for? Um. Yes. Narrator, yeah. And Dan's part, because Dan doesn't want to, he doesn't have time to do his part. So there's also Dan's part, yeah, because he's in the book. So it's fun uh, when we are characters in a book. So technically we're doing our own, we're doing the voices to our own characters. So because we were written into books as part of a challenge, I challenged authors to write Sherry and I as the main characters of a story, of a short story. And Daniel did that uh, multiple times, as a matter of fact. So there's more than one book. 
Um, so, and because The Winter Wizard, that's the name of the book, is, is a short story, it's very easy for us to do an audio book for it and pretty much play our own part. But unfortunately, we have to find other people to uh, fill those other roles. So, uh, yeah. So that's what we're working on right now. Yay. Well, I'm always up for other roles. You know who would be a good narrator for a book? It would be Sylvester Stallone. I think he'd be a good narrator for a book. Hey, hey, hey. Why don't you try knocking me down? This, now, this is a book, right? It's, it's, it's a book with pages. <laughs> that is so funny. <laughs> Good job. Wow. <laughs> I don't know, Dan. What do you think I mean, of uh, Sylvester Stallone being the narrator of Winter Wizard? <laughs> That's funny. Brian, what do you think? <laughs> That's funny, right? A Sylvester Stallone as uh, narrator? I could see that happening. <laughs> I mean, we we got this story, right? It's it's a story, and it, it starts, it, it, and then it, then it ends, right? My ring's outside. <laughs> That was so funny. Oh my gosh, my stomach hurts. Oh my gosh, you're too funny. Dan says it would be interesting. Yeah. Um, Jerry says Rambo narrates books. They drew first draft. (laughs) (laughs) They drew first draft, not me. <laughs> that's that's funny. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Oh, I'm gonna cry. My eyes are watering so bad right now. It's funny. You are good, Jason. I love it. Yay! Thank you. What is your What's your favorite voice to do? Do you have like an all-time favorite you use often, or? Yeah, my my favorite is Sean Connery. Um, okay. I, I I like Yoda. Um, one of the cool things with, with with having, you know, having a small child is, you know, they like to read a lot of books. So I, I get to right. practice all my impressions. And we we have a a Star Wars, ABC three PO book. And they have they do the ABCs with all the Star Wars characters. And so in, instead of reading the garbage that they put for each one, I would just do an impression for each character. Oh, fine. So, yes. It's, it's like narrating a book, sort of. <laughs> that, that's got to be so much fun to sit there and listen to you read one of those. Like, you should well, record yeah, it. There I'm, you go. There's YouTube video. <laughs> <laughs> Because uh, my daughter doesn't like it then when, when her mom reads it because she doesn't do any voices. And she's just like, no, you got to do voices. <laughs> That's right. 
Appreciate you guys having me.
So um, if people pay attention, I posted something on our Facebook wall um, for our Cafe Press store because people have been asking me, where are the T-shirts? Where are the hoodies? Can I have it on a shot glass? Can I have your logo on a mouse pad or a coffee mug or whatever? Yes, the answer is yes to all of it, and we're slowly rolling it out. So right now, the shirts, and I think the sweatshirts are on uh, the online store right now. You order them, it gets shipped directly to you. We are not involved, which is a good thing. And these are actually better than the other ones that we had, which I really didn't care too much for, but we gave those ones away. So, And I do owe people some um, shirts. So those are the ones that are screen printed. They're not uh, ironed on or anything like that. So make sure you check out the Cafe Press store. The link is on our uh, Facebook page. So, yeah, I was secretly creating the store um, and putting products on there while she was talking to them. So I apologize, but I was still paying attention. So, um, yeah. So, yeah. Oh, 2X? Well, you just go on there and you type in 2X and you order it, Jerry. That's how it goes. So... Um, the other thing is, and I just wanted to quickly mention that there is no show next Thursday. Cancel. No show. <laughs> so, unfortunately. I know. Um, so, yeah, I believe it's the first time that we actually had to cancel the show instead of move it to a different time. Um, I don't mind moving the show to a different time if people, but then again, we get complaints because the show is so late and I had to stay up until 11 o'clock and blah, 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 blah. So um, I'm just going to cancel it all together. Um, I'm also going to be gone for three days, so I'm not exactly sure when I would want to do the show. Um, so we'll figure that out. Um, yeah. So I don't know if anyone is from Maine or will be in Maine next weekend, but that's where I'm going to be. So, yeah. Yeah, I hope you have beautiful weather because Maine is just gorgeous. I hope so. Uh, That would be the 6th. Yes, no show next Thursday, June 6th um, is canceled. So um, I will be on Facebook, however, Friday, maybe Saturday. I'll be going around uh, to the different um, places that I'm going to be going to. So, um, you know, I'll either do a video or a Facebook Live. I'll probably do a Facebook Live and show everybody, you know, where I am and what I'm, what I'm doing and stuff like that. So um, you can look forward to that. I'll definitely be on. So. I I will be doing a show um, next week, actually. Okay. Um, yeah. Or Correct. Okay, on Tuesday. Correct. And um, Jerry Woodruff, who's in our chat room right now, he's going to actually be helping me host that show. Is that fun? So we will be doing a show on the 4th. It'll be 11 o'clock p.m., but we'll be doing one. And who is Jerry? 
Huh? Who is this Jerry? Jerry is an awesome Facebook friend who um, I had on another show that I had to discontinue, unfortunately. But um, he, we made great friends, and we'll be interviewing Kimberly Wilson, who is a stand-up comedian. She has a a lot of um, she's getting popular. Let's put it that way. And um, she'll be we'll be interviewing her on the show. She's a friend of Jerry, so it'll be fun. Be three of us. Yeah. So next week on Cherry Clip, I'll be interviewing Kimberly Wilson and Jerry Woodruff, who is going to be my co-host. So I'm very excited. Like, I'll send links. I'll get links out there, guys. No worries. Yeah. So now we have another um, co-host enemy now. <laughs> no. No, Brian, no one could ever replace you. Don't you worry. I'm not worried about that. (laughs) (laughs) Nobody could replace me. (laughs) I am the best at what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I don't even think that people come to our show to listen to the guests. I really don't think they do. They come and watch the show to watch me. That's right, they do. Your your expression, your spiky hair is just so on point. Like it is great, you know, and you're amazing, Brian. You really are. It's you're handsome. Yeah. My hair is on <laughs> We're gonna we're having a um Dancers no one can replace me either. Most people are still trying to figure out what I am first. <laughs> Dan, you've been my replacement hundreds of times. I felt replaced by Dan so many times. That is Let's true. See. Dan has been a co-host multiple times on our show. We've had, um, uh, shoot. I've had James Mack replace me. James Mack has been on this show. James Mack, yes. I love comedian James Mack. Yes, you have to get Jerry Woodruff to to meet James Mack. I don't know if he knows him, but they would be fun. Um, Before I forget, before I forget, I have exciting news that I was supposed to tell you earlier, but you know me. I usually wait till the last minute anyway. So, and for everybody out there. So, I did get in contact with our friend Sylvia Schultz, by the way. Oh, nice. I know. I'm very excited. And you better be on the show because the last one you weren't. Okay. Oh, no. Last one I was. No, you weren't. No. She said happy birthday to you. That's different. She wasn't a guest. <laughs> <laughs> but anyways, so okay. finishing up her second, her book that she's writing now, she's finishing up. Um, they're just doing the cover art for that book, and she will let me know when she's ready to come on and spill beans about her new book. And I can't wait for people to find out about this book. I just can't. I absolutely can't. Um, the other thing is, is that I'm currently waiting for Daniel Payne to let me know when uh, he's ready to come on to talk about his book that he's currently uh, working on that's almost ready to come out, I, I believe. So we're waiting on that. So we have two things, like important things that are going to be coming up. So, I don't exactly know when Sylvia Schultz will be on, so don't put anything in your head and say, well, wait a minute, you said, no, I didn't say anything. Um, she's coming soon. Coming soon to a podcast near you. 
Um, and that goes to Daniel Payton, too. So we're just waiting for the word that we can have him on and, and talk to him. Is there anything else that I needed to mention? Um, don't forget, um, we have our... Um, I don't know why it's a private group. Maybe it's a better way for us to do it that way. So we made a group uh, for the show, which is Brian and Sherry Popular Eats. That is where when Sherry and I go somewhere or separately, it doesn't need to be, you know, together or whatever, um, to different restaurants to check out the service, take pictures of our food, do some videos. And, you know, if the service is great and fantastic, uh, you know, give shout-outs to the restaurants and stuff like that. So, um, you can join that group, so it's right off of our page. Um, so, yeah. Oh, good. All right. So, anytime, sometime in June would be great. Oh, good. Okay. So, we will definitely uh, get in contact with you, and um, I can't wait to talk to you about the book. Uh, what else? Did someone say they love me? Oh, I love you too, Jerry. Wait, is this Tom and Jerry? No, wait. No, no. Tom and Jerry. Oops. That's not the Jerry from the other show, is it? No, wait, that's Tom. No, no, that was Tom and Sherry. And this is Jerry. Completely different. <laughs> Brian, you need rest, buddy. I do need rest. I have to go to work in the morning. Um, <laughs> this wouldn't happen to be your cousin that died in the first book, is it? Remember your relative. Remember, it's a joke. Remember, <laughs> Jerry oh. Johnson. Oh yeah. <laughs> no, okay. Yes, you guys. Somebody wrote promised to write us into a book, and he claims he didn't get my permission when he did because I said on the air, and he made me out to be Jerry Johnson and not Sherry Johnson. So, yeah. Brian likes to get on me about that. So. Uh, ha, 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 ha. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. Um, but anyways, it's raining and it's miserable out. So um, I got better. What does that mean? I got better. Jerry's got better. I don't know either. So 11 o'clock, Tuesday, Sherry Clip, Sherry and Jerry will be on the show. You asked if I was the... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I get it now. Yeah. Uh, Billy said just last week, went to the Basswater Grill in Cheshire. Awesome food. I actually have been there. It was very good. Yeah, although I had a very bad experience because I, I think it's because I ate in the wrong area. I ate at the bar area. I didn't eat in the dining room area. So I do not definitely have to go back and okay. – okay. Yeah, okay. For who? I gotta go. I'm sorry. You guys, thank you all for joining us tonight. I love you all. Thank you, Jason Drake, for coming on and talking about his book. Once again, um, the show, yes, on the fourth, Sherry Cliff with Jerry Woodruff and Kimberly Wilson. 
Looking forward to our next show. Brian, you are awesome as always, but man, I, I got to let you all go. I'm sorry. You can continue talking, but I have to sign off for the evening. <laughs> so you all have a good night. Thank you so much. Love you all. Have a great weekend. Bye-bye. Bye. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Brian and Sherry 5.0. Online 24-7 at briansherryshow.org. Like them on Facebook at brian.sherryshow. And we'll catch you next time. Yeah, I'm the only one. Oh, so goodbye, everyone. Um, she literally cut me off. She had to go. Um, so, yeah, have a great weekend. Hello, Ron. Goodbye, Ron. You're late, but that's okay. Um, and don't forget, check out Sherry's show Tuesday, Sherry Clip. I'm pretty sure she will uh, post the uh, link for it. For her and Jerry, I'll be listening. So, Jerry, better do a good job. Yep. All right, everyone, that's it. I got to go. <laughs> I'm tired. So, yeah, have a great weekend. Goodbye. Goodbye to my, uh, oh, and my grandmother. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Goodbye. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.